weather outside and all of that, and uh, hopefully it will dry up this week. Uh, I'm going to be bailing hay for too long if it don't. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, we're going to go tonight in the book of Romans, <coughs> the 12th chapter, and uh, going to be reading verse 1 and 2 for our scripture reference this evening. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And uh, let's just read. This is a very familiar scripture. Most apostolic people can quote this scripture by heart. He said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We're going to be focusing on that phrase tonight, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Fathers, we come this evening. We ask God for your anointing upon us to strengthen us, to help us deliver the word uh, that uh, we have here uh, tonight. Touch each and every heart, lift us and encourage us. In your holy name we ask and pray. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Thank you, Lord. I want to talk to you tonight on a subject titled, Transform Your Thoughts, Revolutionize Your Life. Think about that for a moment. Let it, let it kind of sink in. If you want to change things in your life and to make things change for the better, to revolutionize your life, to totally drastically turn it around from a direction it's going into a different direction, to do that, you got to transform your thoughts. You got to transform your thoughts. You got to, uh, a lot of times uh, when we are going through things, uh, we may think the devil is uh, on our case or the devil, thank you, is after us. But a lot of times we create our own dilemmas. Amen. A lot of the problems that I have had to go through in my life, I've got to honestly say that Sammy Pruitt created them himself. And to get out of that pattern uh, and to, to change things, to revolutionize your life, you've got to transform your thoughts. He said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's where the thoughts are at, is in the mind. One of the most important steps we can take toward achieving our greatest potential in life is to learn to monitor our thoughts and its impact on our attitude. You ever seen somebody you, 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 you thought, you said, well, they, they need an attitude adjustment? Well, a lot of times the attitude that a person has has to do with the kind of thoughts that they have, their thought patterns. 
Amen. And we have to learn to monitor our thoughts because if we learn to monitor our thoughts, it's going to impact our attitude. And I guarantee you tonight, we sung the song about higher ground. Your attitude will determine your altitude. Hallelujah. I said your attitude will determine your altitude in God. Hallelujah. Everything we perceive, and listen to this. I'm going to take my time right there. Uh, I I want to get this uh, foundation laid. Everything we perceive in the physical world has its origin in the invisible inner world of our thoughts and beliefs. Amen. To become the master of our destiny, we must learn to control the nature of our dominant habitual thoughts. We talk about habits. A lot of times... The thoughts that we have are habits. A lot of people, they automatically think the worst about everything. Oh, Lord, you know, the world's going to fall apart. This is going to happen. This, that's going to happen. We start speaking things. We speak destruction in our life because, you know, we, our thoughts say, oh, Lord, you know, you know, so-and-so having some chest pains, they're going to die of a heart attack and leave me here all alone. Hallelujah. People get into a habit of thinking things and a certain way of the train of thought they, they need to break because the way that they think, amen, brings depression, Amen. I mean, a lot of people battling depression is because of the train of thoughts that they take. Hallelujah. Amen. And we have to learn to monitor our thoughts. Um, the conscious human mind is capable of great good, but it's also capable of equally extraordinary evil. Hallelujah. When, when you see the things that people are doing to other people in this world, you know, I, uh, you know, there was somebody, a shot again, which is nothing, nothing new, but um, somebody was shot on the highway, and I didn't hear all of it, but they said that it was a case of road rage. I mean, stop and think about it. Somebody gets so beyond their self and thinking in such a way, just because somebody may have cut them off or driving too slow in front of them or, or whatever case they may be, makes somebody want to reach in the glove compartment and pull a gun out and shoot somebody and take somebody's life because of that. Amen. That's, to, that's beyond me. Hallelujah. 
And these, uh, these are things that I am talking about. Our minds, the conscious human mind is capable of, uh, of great good, but it's also capable of extraordinary evil. Our mind is the master builder, that which we think upon, uh, <coughs> that which we think upon may become misery or miracles. A lot of times your life can be filled with either misery or miracles just by the way you think. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm still laying a foundation here. Our thoughts determine our destiny. Minds are really an amazing creation. Our brain, and I did some rec- a little bit of research on this, but uh, and there's, this is neither here nor there, but this is very interesting. Shows you how, uh, how great the creation of God is. Our brain contains over 100 billion nerve cells. Each individual cell is connected with 10,000 other neutrons. No man-made computer can compete with the complexity of the human mind. They never have and they never will be able to develop a computer as complex as the human mind. It's just impossible. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, You know, the fact is we are products of our thoughts. Amen. You become what you think. Uh, I've actually... I've actually known people come down with bad sicknesses and sometimes even terminal illness because they lived their life prior always thinking it's going to happen, expecting the worst. We are products, folks, of our thoughts. You become what you think. And that is supported by the word because we all recall the verse of scripture in Proverbs the 23rd chapter that says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Hallelujah. So don't tell me the way you think has nothing to do with your life and how you're going to live. If there was no such thing as a devil, there's a lot of people still would be bound in their life simply because of the way that they think. Hallelujah. They might not, like I said, they might not be, if Lucifer, and we're studying on Wednesday night about uh, uh, the, uh, the uh, heaven's fallen being and all that and talking about the devil and learning things about him, if Satan had never fallen, uh, fallen from heaven and lost everything he had, there's still a lot of people, amen, in this life would have problems overcoming things because of the way they're thought. <clears throat> As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If someone feeds his mind with negative thoughts or worries, fear, anxiety, and confusion, his life becomes one of frustration, fear, anxiety, and worry. On the other hand, if another person feeds his mind with positive thoughts, of a better tomorrow, good and worthwhile goals, and works towards them, it will become a reality. Hallelujah, I believe that. Because that is what he thinks about. If you keep feeding your mind with negative thoughts, 
you're going to achieve negative results. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. I want to talk tonight in terms of this. First of all, briefly about the enemy in the mind. The enemy in the mind. Now, it seems like we're always being told of the outside forces which war against us to destroy and defeat our souls. And that's true. We do have outside forces. The devil and how he works to try, amen, to uh, destroy us and to steal from us and, and all those things. And I... I will not take anything from that. I will not try to take anything from that. But I want you to know tonight there is an inside force located in your mind that must be defeated or it will defeat you. Hallelujah. If we don't defeat what I'm talking about here in our mind, it will defeat you. Uh, Romans chapter 7 verse 23. Put that up there please, sir. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Hallelujah. This right here, the way we think, amen, will put you in a captivity and a bondage that you can never hardly break. Hallelujah. He said it wars against the law of our mind. And then if you just keep that, thinking about that, go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. I want to read verses 4 and 5. These are well-known scriptures. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself in the knowledge of God and bringing unto captivity every thought, there you go, to the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. Now, strongholds are built right here. That's where they're at. A stronghold that gets a hold of our life, be it a, a, a bad habit or, 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 or whatever, some kind of sin in our life, the devil helps build a stronghold with that, and that stronghold is right here in your mind. Hallelujah. And there's a warfare going on, battling over your mind and the way you think. But folks, we, we have got weapons Amen, to do war that God has given us. They're not carnal, hallelujah. Amen, but they're mighty through God. Amen, pulling down the strongholds. Hallelujah. God is interested in you and me thinking thoughts, amen, that will bring us victory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We got to pull down those strongholds. Casting down imaginations <laughs> oh to God man it's amazing some things that some folks can conjure up in their head hallelujah glory to God it's amazing and you know what 
we conjure up things that we, in our mind that we think is real and true, but it's something that we have conjured up. Amen. And it's because of things that we feed into our mind. It was said a while ago, you know, uh, a lot of times, and I, down through the years, we have seen a lot of things, and we have been uh, been to people's homes and uh, to fight evil spirits and to anoint uh, and, uh, and and different things because of uh, uh, evil spirits and things that are going on in people's homes to torment and stuff. But you know, there's, I've learned through experience that I, and I've seen this, and it, somebody mentioned this briefly uh, tonight, maybe it was Ronnie, I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly, but sometimes some of the, the evil forces and, and the darkness and the things that we battle against in our own homes, we have opened up to the door so they could come in. I remember several years ago, Demons was run, making havoc in a, in a certain home. Uh, and people were praying. Nothing was going on. But uh, it wasn't no praise report given yet because it was still going on. But when further in, uh, investigation was made, there were spirit doors opened up in that home because there were things in the house that shouldn't be there. The teenagers of the house had a whole array of all kind of that heavy metal rock music, and it was constantly being blared in the house and being played. And the lyrics of some of the words, and people say, well, you know, that's, that's just music. Let me tell you something. Like what we've been, we've been studying on Wednesday night, when, Luc when Lucifer was created, music was created in him. And he was the leader of the worship of heaven. But when he fell, he perverted music. And the devil used music more than a lot of things to deceive people. Some of the music that was being played in this one house I was telling you, telling you about, one, the lyrics of one of the songs was singing. They were singing over. You could hardly make it out because of all the... Uh, uh, how the the guitar playing and the drums was going on, but they were singing. They were singing over over. Satan is king. Satan is king. Satan is king. No wonder you got evil spirits in your house. Hallelujah. When that was revealed, they got a hold of that mess and cleared the house of it. Guess what? No more tormenting spirits. It was all gone. One time in another case, there was a family who had bought a Ouija board. Let me tell you, those things attract spirits. It is not just a game. There is no way under the high heaven I would ever allow such things in my home. Hallelujah. They attract evil spirits. Some people think that's nonsense, but I'm going to tell you what. Folks, it's real. It's real. Hallelujah. So uh, a lot of things are brought about. Casting, I was talking about casting uh, down the imaginations and the things that we conjure up. 
due to the things that we uh, that we feed in. Years ago, <clears throat> I was in service, and there was a testimony service. Now, excuse me, it wasn't a testimony service. They were taking prayer requests. <laughs> and uh, different people was giving out prayer requests. And one uh, 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 lady... Uh, up up in years, uh, stood up and, well, y'all please, I, I don't remember the name that was she gave out now. This was this was many years ago, but please pray for so and so because she is in the hospital, about to die of a heart attack, and uh, different ones begin to snicker and laugh across the church. Because the the person that uh, that she mentioned was a uh, was an actor in a soap opera, and every day she sat and fed her mind on TV watching this particular soap opera. And I'm on, and I, I I a lot of times people get mad when I make statements like that, but I frankly don't care. I'm going to tell you what the kind of garbage that is put out on those things on TV, a Christian person has got no business watching them because it puts, it puts junk in your head. This lady had an imagination of a person she created in her mind she thought was real. Hallelujah, because, because of that. And things that we feed into our minds, things that we listen to, uh, will help bring about imaginations that become strongholds uh, that begins to exalt themselves that needs to be ca- cast down. But thank God, the last per- part of that verse, Second Corinthians 10 uh, and 5, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That lets me know that you can control what you think. Oh, Brother Sammy, I can't control my thoughts. Yes, you can. The Bible says you can. Now, who's lying? You are the Bible. The Bible says if we use these weapons God has given us, hallelujah, we can bring into captivity every thought because if you don't bring into captivity your thoughts, your thoughts is going to take you captive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that's the enemy in the mind. <clears throat> now I'm going to talk to you about the process of training your thoughts. Hallelujah. This, uh, and, and I'm going to be winded up, and this is going to be the last scripture I'm going to be using. But I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to give you something that the Bible gives, and this is one way that you can bring your thoughts into captivity. You got to train. You got to train them. You, it don't come naturally. <laughs> I couldn't believe my ears one uh, one night. I was in a fellowship meeting years ago, and this is something that a lot of people just don't want to talk about or hear talk about, and they get mad every time somebody mentions it anymore, even in apostolic churches. And uh, and and that is that is the the subject of holiness. People don't like that anymore. They get upset about that. But the Bible still says, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. Amen. And, but, I, but one reason why we get into such a mess is because a lot of our ministers, man, they're, they're, they're not teaching and preaching the whole counsel of God. They, they, God gives them a message to preach. They won't preach it because, oh, man, I know so-and-so don't believe that, and they, they, they're good tithe payers. And if I, if I preach that, they're going to cut them tithes off. Hallelujah. That's sad, but it's true. And, uh, and, and uh, this, this one calls himself apostolic preacher, gets up in a fellowship meeting and says, you know, everybody, different ones want to talk about holiness this and holiness that. We don't have to worry about holiness. Holiness, holiness is take care of itself. That's bull and hogwash. Because holiness is not a natural thing. I've been in church all my life. I've had the Holy Ghost for many years now. And you know what? Sammy Pruitt still has problems with holiness itself. It don't come natural. Your body, your flesh don't want nothing to do with holiness. Hallelujah. My flesh don't want nothing to do with holiness. It don't come natural. It's a spiritual thing. And so that's why I'm talking about right now the process of training your thoughts. Our, our thought patterns is part of the old man. And so the old man is, is, leans more towards negative thoughts, carnal thoughts, than it does spiritual thoughts. And you have to train your thoughts. And Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 tells us how to do that. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, Whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. The Word of God gives us right here the things that we should think on. Brother Paul made a statement. Well, I'm going to tell you what. If you get all caught up and everything is going on in the news, it's going to, it's going to drive you crazy. It will make you walk around in fear and doubt. Hallelujah. I mean, I, I got rid of Dan Rather long before CBS did. If you know what I'm talking about there, can remember that. Uh, amen. I, listen, I don't trust none of them as far as I could pick up this building and throw it. Amen. Uh, we we got to be careful by what we listen to because the things that we listen to and the things that we think about will bring us into captivity. But the way that we train our thoughts, here's the things that we need to think about, things that are true. That means things that are associated with, with the facts, things that are genuine, things that are authentic, Things that are real. If you ain't talking to me about something that has got facts in it, that is genuine, that is authentic, and that is real, I don't want to hear about it. 
Hallelujah. None of this stuff, well, I heard. <laughs> that don't matter. Glory to God, you can hear anything. I want to know if it's genuine or not, if it's authentic, if it's real. Then he says, you think on things, whatsoever things are honest. <clears throat> that means things that are honorable, of character, and it's got integrity. Hallelujah. Amen. Lord of mercy. I'm on, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be mean or arrogant or hateful to some people, but there's some people just the way that they conduct themselves and the way they talk makes me not want to be around them. Now, I'm talking mainly about people in the world, people, a lot of people I have, I have to work with. Man, I get so tired of some of that junk I hear from other drivers and, 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 uh, and, and different things. Amen. I mean, you just get to, to the point that you get so sick of that. I mean, you know, you know they're, they're, man, the world is filled with people that can't speak three words unless two of them are curse words. I get so, man, that just gets so on me. I'll, I mean, I'll, I think about a lot how the Bible said uh, he was, his soul was vexed by the conversation of the wicked in Sodom and Gomorrah. That stuff that we have to hear out in the world does affect us. It will affect your spiritual walk with God. That's one, that's one reason why I love Wednesday night service. Sometimes I have to come in and get relief. Hallelujah. I, I have to come in just to hear some of you talk or hear somebody sing or hear somebody's testimony. I want to hear something good and positive. You know, my Lord. Then he said, he said, think on things that are just. And when the things that are just means things that are morally right. Hallelujah. Then he said, think on things that are pure, innocent, clean, modest, not being mixed up with, uh, with anything. Whatsoever things are lovely, he said. That means being friendly towards others, graceful, harmony, or agreeable. My, my, my. I, I, you know, there's nothing, uh, nothing as bad as being mixed up in a group of people or in a house where there's always contention going on. I mean, just back and forth, back and forth. You know, I like peace myself. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There are some people, they're going to say things. Some people are going to print things. Amen. Just to see what they can stir up. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, you know, when God is, is upon somebody and anointing somebody to say something or do something, I realize a lot of times when I get up here, some things God gives me to say is going to stir up something. Hallelujah. But, you know, I'm, I say, God, that's up to you. You the one gave that to me. Hallelujah. But you know what I'm talking about. I mean, I've been... I, I've, I've been mixed up in some families, issues and stuff. You know, where man, there's always strife and contention and all, all that stuff going on. Oh, man, get that stuff out of here. Hallelujah. Praise God. Start, I mean, you know, if, 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 if you've got three or four family members and all the time they, 
They can't talk without have some kind of contention or strife going on. Just just stop and just say, let's all start singing, shall we gather at the river? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Let's hear, let's hear something a little bit better than all this. Amen. Because it affects us, folks. It does affect us. Hallelujah. Then he says, whatsoever things of a good report. And that means to be well spoken of or reputable, something dependable. Hallelujah. So keep in mind uh, of Philippians 4 and 8. Because if you read that, that verse of Scripture and the things in there it tells you to think on, amen, that will help train your minds. If you really des desire... To revolutionize your life, you must train your thoughts to where you are transformed to live by the standards taught by Philippians 4 and 8. Let's all stand together.